Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Chelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is how to increase your social elasticity. In any setting where people want to achieve goals together, collaborate effectively, like in leadership, teamwork, or customer interaction, one of the biggest challenges is diversity. The simple fact that we are all human beings, but at the same time, we're all different. We have different personalities, different personality styles, characteristics, etc. And there are many uh, models that attempt to describe this diversity, attempt to describe personality and how we are different in personality. One of the well or one of the most widely spread model worldwide is the MBTI, the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Others are the DISC model assessments. They all try to describe human diversity. And the goal of all these models is, of course, to gain a better understanding of ourselves and others in order to be more effective and faster in achieving the goals together. So we commonly say we should treat others just the way we want to be treated. And that makes sense as far as we or as long as we talk about uh, respect or fairness and things like that. When it comes to being effective in the interaction with someone, I would rather say we should be treating others the way they want to be treated. So we're really effective. So in other words, it's all about increasing our social elasticity. So we can like a, just like a rubber band, expand our behavior towards the other person, adapt to their needs based on their personality in order to connect more easily and, as a consequence, be more effective in our interactions. Or in other words, we could say we increase our repertoire, the repertoire of our behaviors. I often hear people saying, when I talk about this uh, diversity and adapting to other people's needs, that they say, well, you know, I've become inauthentic. Why should I adapt to other people? I want to be authentic. That's important. And yes, they are absolutely right. So it's not about becoming inauthentic. It's not about becoming another person or playing something that you are not. It's much more about this elasticity that I just mentioned, or in other words, it's about increasing your repertoire of behaviors. Or like the keyboard of a piano, you may want to, or you may prefer to play in a certain uh, range on that keyboard because that's the range you like the most. Other people might be more receptive to higher tones or lower tones on that same keyboard. Now, the question is, are you able to play up there or down there in the lower area so you are heard much better by those people? 
So it's all about increasing uh, the size of your keyboard that you play on when interacting with other people. So I would like to introduce you to a very simple model that doesn't take any online surveys or uh, lengthy questionnaires to be filled in, but it's a very, very simple uh, model that describes four main dimensions of human behavior that can be observed in human beings based on two dimensions. The first dimension is the one between task orientation and people orientation. If you imagine this as a vertical line, on top we have the task orientation and on the bottom we have the people orientation. On the second dimension, horizontally, we have the two aspects, telling and listening. So we can observe people who are rather telling, outgoing, speaking a lot. And we can observe people who are more listening or inwards oriented. Now, if we put these two dimensions on top of each other, we generate a grid with four fields describing four main behavioral tendencies that can be observed in human beings. On the top right, in the task orientation with a tendency for telling rather than listening, we find the so-called driver. People with a strong driver uh, dimension usually seek power and control. They are rather decisive and demanding, usually know well what they want, can be perceived as impatient because they strive or aim at fast decisions. They are action-oriented, result-oriented, and usually quite some risk-takers. So when interacting with such a person, you better come straight to the point. You tell them directly what you want, what the goal is of the conversation, what you need, what your point is. They may get bored if you get too much into details. If you attempt to do some small talk at the beginning of a conversation in order to create some atmosphere, they may really get irritated by this kind of behavior because that's not what they need. So adapt to their characteristics, their personality in order to be most effective with them. Now, staying on the right side of the matrix in the telling mode, let's go down into people orientation where we find the so-called enthusiast. Enthusiasts usually want to be first. They may have a tendency to be dramatic, but also very inspiring, usually persuasive, seeking recognition, seeking high visibility, are innovative, creative, impulsive, and spontaneous human beings, and usually a lot of fun to be around with. So when interacting with this kind of person, try to meet those needs uh, and expectations in your interaction. A bit of humor is uh, rarely a wrong thing to do. Uh, provide, op provide options to have fun, to speak about emotions, to yes, show your own uh, enthusiasm when it comes to the topic you discuss.
staying in the people orientation part of the matrix and moving to the left into listening mode or more outgoing, uh, ingoing mode, excuse me. The friend. The friend wants to be a friend. Usually dependable, loyal beings, relationship-oriented, good listeners, usually seek consensus, are rather low-risk takers and like stability, steadiness and guarantees. So when interacting with a friend, make sure you create a good atmosphere for the conversation. Make sure you address the relationship orientation that is a strong need for this person. Maybe you uh, want to talk about some more personal things up front before you then dive into the actual issue or the actual topic. So here you may not be effective if you come straight to the point and just stay on the big picture level. Moving up on the listening side towards task orientation, last but not least, we find the analyzer. Analyzers want to understand. They are usually serious, exact, detail-oriented, can be very persistent and want proof, are good problem solvers, can be perceived as impersonal at times, detached, and tend to avoid risk. Their biggest urge is to make sure everything is done the way it's done, getting rid of problems, improving processes, and really understanding based on facts and figures. That's why you are most effective with this kind of person when you base your uh, arguments and your statements on facts and figures. Detail orientation uh, improves effectiveness in this particular case, so uh, try to also address those needs here. So, as you may see now, there are various um, tendencies in human behavior, and if we manage to really be elastic from our own personality, so you may be an enthusiast or an analyzer, if you manage to be elastic in moving into other fields of personality, coming from where you are, and then moving back into your own uh, comfort zone after the interaction, you will see how much more effective uh, and also faster you may be uh, in achieving your goals with other people. My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Jelly.